one more story of an unnamed woman. This was my first thought on hearing the gospel reading for today that narrates the story of a woman simply described as a Canaanite. Though the Bible itself does not give a name for this woman, some later sources from the third and fourth centuries known as the pseudo-Clementine homilies identify the Canaanite woman as Justa. Today, I will address her by this name and invite you to journey with me through the story of Justa. If you see Justa's encounter with Jesus, we see it as a story of two boundary crosses. Though they are from different geographical and social backgrounds, Jesus and Justa cross different boundaries. Jesus crosses from the Jewish territory into the Gentile territory of Tyre and Sidon. Tyre and Sidon are more than place names. They are considered as Israelite dangerous and threatening enemies. In Matthew's Gospel, we see that it is the only time when Jesus moves beyond the boundaries of Israel. At the same time, we see Justa also crossing several boundaries. She crosses the boundary of speech, space, acceptable female behavior, and cultural limitations by directly addressing a foreign male with a loud voice that too in public. What strikes me about this story of Justa is that she has to shout to get help for her daughter. She is considered by the disciples to be an inconvenience, but nevertheless, she persists. Importantly, her persistence is recognized as faith by Jesus. Matthew even puts the liturgical phrase used by the early Christian community, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David, on Justa's lips to communicate the idea that our cries for help were also acts of prayer. We see many Justas today who have to take up the unconventional ways of gaining attention. These include our sisters and brothers from the Black Lives Matter movement, the gender justice movement, the Dalit and Adivasi and indigenous peoples movement, youth movement, and many other movements who have to take up protest in order to be heard. If we look at our churches, we witness it in the cries of the several who have been denied participation in ministry and leadership on the basis of who they are. One example of modern day justice 
comes from Liberia, one of the countries we pray for today. The women of Liberia Moss Action for Peace campaign. During the civil war in Liberia, both Christian and Muslim women led a movement for peace that pressured Liberian men to pursue peace or lose physical intimacy with their wives. Also known as the women in white, they perfected the act of corridor lobbying that involved pressurizing negotiators to come up with concrete resolutions during peace talks. These women would block all entry and exit points, including windows, in order to prevent negotiators from leaving the talks without a resolution. These challenging stories of today's Jasta challenge us to think, how is the church responding to their shouts and cries? Today, the challenge for all those in power is to respond to the cries of the several justas around us. For this, the church needs to learn to become a bit more like Jesus. This scriptural passage is a challenging one to understand and justify the behavior of Jesus. Initially, Jesus seems non-responsive to the woman. However, later his reaction is rude and shocking, especially when he refers to the woman and her daughter as dogs. People over the centuries have struggled to interpret the answer of Jesus. Some say he was trying to test the woman's faith and others say that the term for dogs was an affectionate term and used widely. For me, what comes across strongly in the text is Jesus' willingness to change his position after hearing the words of Jasta. Jesus, who begins the scene with the assumption that the kingdom is for the Jews now and only later for the Gentiles, ends the scene with the willingness for the Gentiles to benefit significantly from the kingdom even now. In this story, we also see Jesus as someone who is willing to listen and learn from the other, a Gentile woman. Some biblical scholars have spoken of Justa's ministry to Jesus alongside Jesus' ministry to her. They identify Justa as one who led Jesus to become a boundary breaker. Her response to Jesus is seen as a gift. It was a ministry to Jesus 
which ultimately opened up the possibility of Jesus' own ministry to others. Jesus' behavior of listening to a Gentile woman holds a challenge for the church today. In a world of many cries for justice, the church should learn to listen to the voices at the margins of our societies. The theologian Paul Tillich says that the first duty of love is to listen. For the church to become a space of healing and hope, it is important that the church becomes a listening community a community that overcomes its own prejudices by opening itself to the voices of the least and last. It is through such listening and opening up that we can grow into our true and fuller selves. Matthew's gospel is a gospel which has a special place for Gentile women. When introducing the story of Jesus, Matthew in his genealogy of Jesus includes four Gentile women who were the ancestors of Jesus, namely Tamar, Ruth, Rahab, and Bathsheba. I think Justa, the Canaanite woman, deserves a place alongside these four women. If these four women contributed to Jesus coming into the world, Justa contributed to Jesus becoming. She did it at the cost of risking her dignity and reputation. May the examples of the shouting Justa and listening Jesus inspires us as we continue to live our life as children of God, seeking justice, peace, and healing for all today. Amen.